Welcome to the NPC's Weekly What Are You Playing for June 20th, 2020. My name is Travis, and of course I'm joined by Kyle. Hello. And Preston. Hello. He's so sad when I mentioned him last. It's not fair. You, you, you okay? all my idea. But it's, <laughs> it's all your idea. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with this whole thing, and I don't even get second. Fuck oh. off. We still love you, though, Preston. I don't think so. I mean, we could we could introduce everybody and just say that guy, you know, just the other guy yeah, here. Off. We don't need to say you. I'm just the other guy. That makes me feel better. <laughs> Shut up. Why don't you tell us about what you've been playing then? Why don't we let you go first to explain what you've been playing this week? Sure. I'll go first this week. Um, I finished Final Fantasy VII this week. I think it is good, not even close to great, with some... Very large gameplay problems that I think fanboys are, will ignore. But I also so think, think there's a lot, lot of things of, that I missed. So you think a I lot of the Final Fantasy Seven stuff really kind of like lived to the expectation that a Final Fantasy game is. And because you're not one to really play Final Fantasy games, this, you know, obviously you're not, like you just said, you're not locked into the whole fanboy thing where it's not perfect to you. You can actually recognize its flaws that others might look over. Uh, to some degree, I also think my bias plays in some part of this. So, like, Possible. if I was rating a ten, be like a seven and a half. It's probably somewhere actually around an eight, eight and a half. Okay. Um, for the most part, I think it does deliver on the idea of making a modern remake of a Final Fantasy VII. I think it does most of that job. I just think it's too fucking long. There's so much unneeded stuff in that game, but maybe that's what. People want, I guess. That's just, how many, it's dumb to me, though. How many hours did you actually spend? Like, what was your 50. total play time? 50. 50? Um, I did, uh, and I'm not I'm not holding this against it. I did a grind because, there, you know those intel missions, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, di- I tried to do all of them. Um, there's one where you have to upgrade all the magic to level 3, and I hadn't done that on all of them. I was like, oh, fuck. So I sat there grinding at the arena, getting it as high as I could. Um and then to later find out that there's a boss right after that you have to do that's like you can't beat till basically after end game. And I was like, well, fuck this noise. So that added probably like another 12 hours to my gameplay. Mm, uh, okay. But I did every side mission. I fully went through. I I did everything in that world. I gave it every chance it needed to. And I think it still has extreme fucking pacing problems. But story beats are pretty good. But I think it has real weird, real weird tone shifts. Also, I would like the weapons to play a little bit different. And strangely enough, Barrett ended up being my favorite player to play. And I was bitching so much about him in the demo, but he ended up being my favorite one by the end of it, which I thought yeah, was kind that, of funny. Yeah, that's ironic. Yeah, remember how much I was bitching about it? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, he just, sits, oh he just sits there old and square. He doesn't do shit. <laughs> by the end of it, that's technically still true, I guess. I was really just holding square, but... I found him the best to play in the end. 
I don't yeah. know, though. Do you agree that, like, people will say that you can play multiple ways. They're like, you can play melee if you want with this person, or you can make a magic-based cloud. But the characters don't seem like they're meant to be that. Aerith doesn't seem like I she should ever be my damage person because she has arcane abilities, and it seems like she is predisposed to being a magic player. I feel like the same with Cloud. Cloud is meant to be the damage guy. Barrett is meant to be the range attack guy who can take protection and damage. And Tifa is meant to do the stagger. It feels like they're predisposed to those roles, predetermined roles. And it's I think it's an illusion of choice where if you're going to play effectively, no, they need to, Tifa needs to be the stagger. Cloud needs to be the damage and just play it, build around that. But I didn't necessarily I get that so much with this one as I did with the original um and even still with the, within that realm um i feel like uh it was only certain characters and to an extent fair enough still i i still think that's a really good game I, like cloud is... definitely yes um like vincent definitely yes you can play them as a ma- magic character or you can play them as an attack character red um is another one that i felt like yeah you could you could definitely play that way. But yeah, like Aerith, you didn't really want to play her as anything, but you know, your, your healer, you know, support character. Cause right. Yeah. That's even that's in the original, she didn't do shit for damage. Yeah. She doesn't do a shit for damage. Even on this, even her yeah. highest is only like 60 hit points, but that's a lot of the expectation. Like, though, like is, that's a lot of the expectation in remakes anyway, though, too, is that you're not going to see a fundamental shift in the way a character plays just because it's a remake. You're going to see some tweaks, but you're not going to see an overall change. And that's fine. I But I was I had heard that you can customize your play style however you want. So if you wanted Cloud to be the magic guy and the healer, then you could do that. You, I, I don't think you can. And play no, I, I feel like only. Cloud, okay. you can be he can be more of the magic guy and healer. Um, you're you're an idiot for doing it, but you can because he's so good at damage, right? Yeah, yeah. He he's supposed to be a, your that, damage character, but you can have that. Him that's that what I mean. Like, yeah. And frequently, even even in the original one, going back to that, I would use Cloud as like, um, he would be my main attacker, but yeah, I would use him as like a a support healer. Like he would be my Kyle, secondary healer, but that was also Kyle, because he was the damage dude. And if he went down, or if everyone else went down, he had to be able to heal himself. Right. I have him self-sustainable, too, at times, too, just in case. But, yeah. Uh, um, did you... Have you seen what happens in the game? Do you know the story plot? I still... I'm still where I was weeks ago. But you haven't seen, like, any videos or anything? No, I've been avoiding them. Okay, I don't, I don't want to ask you any questions. And I was actually going to ask you a couple questions about the ending and what you would think, but... Never mind. No, I'm um I'm I'm fixing sorry. to to really sit down and buckle down on it. So I I do want to actually get through that one. Um I will say you don't have to do all those side missions. So if you feel like skipping because I never found the game to be difficult. Um I only ever died on a boss once. I never died more than once. Um and that was just to figure out what I needed to find their weakness, which I think you should be able to switch your shit out in the middle of a fight. Like, don't make me fucking go into a fight not knowing what this guy's immune to, or he's weakness is electrical damage or something, and then I have to switch out everything to build an electrical build. Don't make me fucking die once to figure that out. But that's just a minor thing. Um, 
Yeah, but you don't have to do all the side stuff, I would say, then. Otherwise, unless you want to absorb all that content, you want all the weapons, you want all the add-ons and all that shit. If you want, you could probably skim through all that shit, and then that would really help the pacing of that game, because, like we've all said, chapters 4, 8, and 14 just slow that fucking game down to a crawl. Then, let's see, Sherm... I also played Dead by Daylight because Pyramid Head came out this week. How was it? I kicked ass. I got a four kill um, on two of my three matches. The first one, they just steamrolled me. Um, I'm still learning how to play him. He's fun. The school's fun. It looks nice. It's kind of weird seeing Pyramid Head move that fast because if you've ever seen any Silent Hill, you know that he's a very slow character. Um, But he does drag his sword across the floor, which I think is kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah, because doesn't so it like is this doesn't like trap as he... trail thing like is that an ability or is that an always on thing? That's what I was wondering. No, that's his ability. That's his ability. So what he does is he dra- it's called torment. He dra- slams his sword in the ground and leaves a trail. The idea of that is that so survivors cannot loop you um, because they will take damage and they if as soon as they go down you don't have to transfer them to a hook. You can just put them in a cage. Um, it saves them like. 20, 20 seconds of time, which time is your enemy when you're a killer. Your idea is that you need to be moving on as fast as you can to the next thing, and they can't waste your time. So that's his power. He also slams his sword in the ground, and he can throw out a uh, ranged attack, but it's extremely easy to see it coming because if you're looking at the floor, you can actually see the trail of where it's going to come. Um, it's useful in a lot of situations. It's not great. So he's not the best killer. Uh, he's somewhere mid-tier, somewhere around like where Demogorgon was, but... He's kind of fun. Hmm. Okay. And then uh, I picked up The Last of Us 2 yesterday and have been playing that basically nonstop. How many Jesus hours are you Christ. in thus far? Probably seven to eight. Okay. Uh, fuck. But I'm doing everything. I saw that one playthrough, you, the guy took up to 45 hours if he's searching all the areas because I don't know if you guys have played um, Uncharted Lost uh, Legacy. No. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Um, What they had done in that one is they dropped you off in an open area, and there was a bunch of side stuff you can do. Um, It was almost like that in Uncharted 4, too, but it's not quite... It wasn't quite this. They do that a lot in this one, where they'll just drop you off in an open area, and you can go scrounge for resources as you want. There's, like, hidden... um, puzzles and stuff like there are in resident evil 2 where there's like there's a safe in this pharmacy that you have to open but you need to go find the code like one of them was i needed the the guys like there's a memo that says the, this is the it's the last six digits of this girl's phone number and i had to go find the phone number and i even thought about it it was in the bathroom written on the wall like for a good time call this girl and it was written on the wall it's like fuck that was amazing so that was how i solved that puzzle and the worlds are just full of that shit so their attention to detail, Naughty Dog has always been really good at that. They're, it is ever-present here. It just looks so fucking good, but it's not. It's so subtle at the same time. Uh, the opening is rough. It's a slow burn, but fuck is it rough. It's not as fast as Last of Us 1's, but goddamn, and it's just so goddamn pretty. This is what I was talking about when I was saying that Final Fantasy, even though it looks good, it feels empty. Like when you're running through like a Mako reactor or something, like there's no detail in the world. I felt it felt empty. Last of Us doesn't have that problem. It feels like someone was working on this damn drawing, this stupid bedroom in this house 
for six months. Like there's pictures there of their family. There's the books they would read. There's their favorite posters and shit. It was just so fucking crazy. And the whole world is filled with that. Uh, emotionally, it's a, this game is sad. They should change the name of no one in life gets anything good. We can't have nice things. They're just going <laughs> to take it away from us. That's what this game is. Because anytime anybody starts being happy, the game's like, no, thank you. I was like, God damn, it's so mean. Uh, gunplay. Ah, it's same, I would say. It's, it's crafting's all the same. The gameplay feels almost identical. Uh, it almost feels like you picked up right where you left off with Last of Us 1. Like, it almost looks somehow better, but also, like, I had just switched the channel, and it's still the same game, though, in a lot of ways. Uh, the only thing I can say that's the best thing... Uh, the only thing that bad that I've seen has been the exploration. Sometimes you will go... I'm, I'm not done exploring this area. Like, I was in a hotel. It's happened to me twice already, and it's going to piss me off. Um, I was exploring a hotel, and the... I was going to go up the stairs, but I checked this room first. Well, when I checked that room and initiated a cutscene, that ended up closing off the path behind me, even though I wasn't done exploring. And that's happened twice now, and I want them to fucking give me some sort of warning like hey don't go in this room otherwise you're gonna not be able to get back to this area and that's has there been any has there been any indication that they might end up opening that back up though like at least have you seen anything so far that you know you have to get through that area okay i was wondering i've moved on way past that area too okay yeah like it's um you end up dropping off a building over the other side of like a fucking 90 foot drop so they're like no way back and that's a real bummer, and since this game doesn't have, like, a mission select or anything, it's not like I can go back and play that. I'd have to play the whole game over. I don't think I'm actually missing anything big. It's, like, probably just a couple resources, but that kind of pissed me off, I, especially with a game that's has such a high attention to detail. Um, that's understood. The voice acting is just unbelievable, though. That's, I think, the highlight of the game. They sound real and sincere and authentic people. It's hard to nail the dialogue of children and younger people and I think they do it. They nail it. And it's so fucking awesome to see. But I will play more of it. Uh, I love it. Did you guys like the first one? You'd have to like the first one. I did like the first one. Then yeah. you're going to love the second one, Kyle. That's good to hear. Are you excited? I am. I am actually Fuck yeah, he's excited. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking excited. <laughs> well... I'm sorry you're going to have to wait, but why don't you tell me what you've been playing while you're waiting? So, uh, what I've been playing is uh, more Animal Crossing, of course. Uh, Okay, next. The Daily Grind. Uh, More Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) More of the same on that. I mean, really not much to say. Uh, More Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I've gotten further in that one. I'm on Kashyyyk now. I'm probably, I want to say, halfway through the planet. I've done, like, two of the boss fights. Um, One was this, like, uh, spider. And then I, I don't know. Yeah, you're still pretty, actually, early on. I don't even think you're halfway through. I think you're about... Really? It's that big. You might be halfway through that planet, but you're probably, like, 20% way through the game. Maybe, like, 15 to 20. Oh, that's not bad. I know there's lots of revisiting and stuff to do, so I'm... I'm not yeah. terribly worried. I know I'm definitely not going to find everything on my first playthrough, 
Um, it's I really like that, that map though, for finding the collectibles I, and shit. I, I like this map better than uh, what was it, Zepho? Oh, I actually meant the uh, like the uh, interactive map where it shows like where you are versus where something is your objective or something. I like how it's laid out. I yes and no. Like I I kind of wish that it would mark unmarked or un- unopened crates and stuff on the map. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Because it seems like that would be something a person would naturally mark on a map anyway, especially if they have a droid. Right. They they'd be like, hey, make memory of this spot. We haven't opened that. Ellie does in Last of Us. Why can't they? Yeah. So. Well, I'm sorry that you haven't got to see the good boss fight yet. Yeah. I hope you I keep going, though, because there's some really good boss fights. It's pretty interactive. I feel like uh, even more so still, uh, it still feels really linear as far as, like, mm-hmm. what's supposed to be an open world, like, hack and slash game that, that's supposed to be uh, somewhat dark souls or bloodborne you know esque what are you those know. walker things called guys the in star wars the what uh the big walker things the the four-legged ones like in empire yeah. strikes back the adats yeah what are those oh, okay yeah have you uh fought that thing yet oh uh, yes because you have to take yeah, it okay. over isn't that the next so you're on the next boss after that uh, I think I think I fought it. Uh, is there more of a boss fight than taking it over, and then when you right get get to Kashyyyk? Yeah, there's another one too. Oh, okay. yeah. So uh, okay, yeah. So then you, I okay, haven't I gotten to that at. yet. I think I fought a robot. Was the other boss? Okay, I know where you're at now. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you're pretty still really early on in that game. Oh, okay. But how yeah. you liking the Dark Souls formula it has? Uh, like I said, I like it. It still it feels way more linear than dark souls. Right. Yeah. Like it, it like it's a peak at the formula formula at best. Right. I agree. Uh, um, like they, I, I feel like, uh, it, if they used a little bit more of the formula, it probably could be a stronger game. Yeah. I'm with you. But I don't know. I still like it, though. It's a lot of fun. It's got good story. Uh, Oh, what were you going to say? I'm with you. I agree on all of that. Yeah. (laughs) Everything you said is correct. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Started Sekiro. Uh, Picked that one up. Uh, I was planning on picking it up on Xbox because it was on sale and ended up getting getting it a little bit cheaper for my PS4. So I started that one. Uh, that one's a lot of fun. I really like the pacing of the fighting. I can see how that could easily get more hectic, uh, trying to break that bar. Cause Mm -hmm. you're, you're not just fighting with the character. You're fighting with that like stamina bar that allows you to actually do the massive damage. Yeah. That's the whole mechanic of the game too. So wrestle with that. Once you get that down, it's not easy, but you at least understand what you're supposed to be doing. I can definitely get the, uh, get the tension built off of that um How obviously i i haven't encountered like any major boss fights i encountered the the first boss quote unquote asterisk next to it cuz obviously in any of the from software games the first boss isn't actually the first boss that's just a peek at you know 
This game oh, is going to get harder. Fine. Just just yeah. to warn you. <laughs> but so you, um, so you haven't seen um, the guy on the horse yet. The guy on the horse. I don't. I don't think so. No. I okay. I basically just barely got my uh, samurai prosthetic. Okay. Yeah. You're. I'll be curious to see if you keep going. What you think? Because you're about to hit. The first of the first of the, I'd say like there's like probably like six different walls of like God damn it, frustration building walls. So I think you're about See, to hit the first it, one. It's not one that I don't know. I I don't know that I'll carry on with it immediately, just because I've I've got so many other ones that I'm really deep into right now, uh, mm-hmm. that I'd like to try and finish at least a couple of them before I get involved with another big game. But um, it's definitely yeah, got me captivated like immediately. I'm glad to hear that, because even Dark Souls and those ones weren't grabbing you guys immediately. So. Yeah, and um, I'm assuming that the uh, the dude that cuts off your arm with the ridiculous bow on his back—that's the dude that his uh, grandfather comes out of his arm, right? Guy that cuts off your arm. <laughs> yeah. So the oh okay um. The bad guy at the beginning, like it's the first like, yeah, kind of boss fight that you're supposed to lose. Lose. Yeah. Um. He. Uh... What? No. The fuck. He. He's not the actual main boss of the game. No. Um, no. He's not. Because I know you have to cho- make a choice or something, right? And then. Well, he'll he'll even actually be the end boss. One of the end boss fights, even if you choose the right way, you're supposed to go. Right. Um. But, but isn't he the one that, like, after you fight him, uh, his grandfather come like comes out of his arm, and then you have to do another boss fight that's like ten times harder? Yes, basically something like that. Yeah, similar like to that. Like the yeah. Sword Saint or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy's his uh, uh, Ishin or something. I think is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy that fight. But that guy you fought in the meadow thing, he'll be. The boss fight I was talking about when, um, where the combat will just click because it's not you're gonna have no time to run and just like hit him once or twice and get out of there. There'll be no time for that. You will have to deflect and play the game the way it wants you to, or you will not beat that game. And that's right. when it all clicked for me. That was the moment. So I'm excited for you. Yeah, all I no, have it, to say is just one, one that I've fuck? wanted to play for a while, and that. That's actually the reason that I started picking up like the Dark Souls games and stuff, because I wanted to play Sekiro so bad, and I knew that it was like the most difficult of all of them. Yeah. What do you mean, what the fuck, Sherm? It's a great game. You should play it too. I'm not saying. Okay, it was just more of the the comment about arm and grandpa coming out of arm, and it was just yeah, it's like, a dumb story. I just. <sighs> it's a real dumb story. <laughs> It that's uh, really just like what, but I, I Sekiro is PlayStation exclusive though, right? No, no, it's on Xbox too. Yeah, it it's is on, on Xbox, it, and it's on PC as well. Okay, okay. But once again, see like how I they said, changed it, that it, one it, mechanic though, the... Kyle. What's up? See how they changed that one mechanic again though, and now it's a completely different type of game. Yeah, it, I fucking love it. It's so impressive that they can do that. Yeah, just one little tweak and. Yeah, it, it just, it's just a completely different game. What do you think of the stealth? Have you had any of the stealth yet? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. I think you're coming up pretty soon to stealth motion or parts. 
like moments. I said, I just basically got done talking to the guy that that gives you the prosthetic arm, and he's like, "Oh well, I pulled you out. I gave you the arm. Blah blah blah." You know. Yeah, you're about to you're about to get real Sekiro here in about ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, uh, some more Shante, uh, and the Seven Sirens. Uh, Do you beat any more of that? I have. I'm I'm actually at the fifty percent mark now. I thought I was earlier. Uh there was a okay. big lull at about forty six percent that I think I, I played for like an hour and made no progress just hmm. trying to figure that's it nice. out. And that's, I think that's one of the problems with this game going into the, uh, Metroidvania esque style world is, um, Shantae's always been a game about repetition of level play in order to go back and get, you know, one more item that you couldn't get before and then continue right. on and progress through the game. And you might have to do it two or three times, but you put that formula to a full open world. Now, you don't have to do that to the labyrinths. Once you're done with one of those, you don't ever have to visit that again. But you you put that formula to the uh, Metroidvania world, and there are times that even if you're told where to go, you'll still be searching around for a friggin' hour and a half trying to figure out where you're actually supposed to go. Mm, that's kind of frustrating. Yeah. So doesn't sound like they nailed the Metroidvania feel. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I feel like they could have done things like made tweaks to like the map to like just even put an objective map to say, oh, you know, you're gonna have to go to this area. You know, not even necessarily say this room, but this area. You know, after you've already found out that you have to, or someone's told you, oh, you know, you're gonna find this person here, or you know. Once you get the clue, at least be able to mark it on your map, if nothing else, because you don't even have the ability to mark things on your map. You hmm. have to, like, take mental note. That's weird. So, yeah, there, there there are hang-ups in the game. Like, I think right now I'm, I'm trying to turn on um, electricity in certain parts of the island to open up one one particular point in the island so I can go rescue someone. And it's like, well, I know I've seen the electrical nodes uh, going through the game, you know, like 5% of the way through and at like 17% of the way through. And, you know, again, at like 33% of the way through. That doesn't mean I re necessarily remember where every single one of them is. It's just you walk up to the item and she's like, huh, this looks weird. Maybe I'll be able to do something with this. And it's like, oh, well, cool. I wish I could mark that. <laughs> that sucks ass. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it's still fun. It's Shantae. It's a good, easy, uh, wind-down platformer game. Hmm. Sure. Yo. It's your turn. Oh. Okay. What have you Yeah, you played playing? games too, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I really Probably hope not. I did. Otherwise, whatever I've got here on this list was just a fucking fever dream. All right. Uh, so let's get some of the kind of normal weekly stuff out of the way here. So Apex Legends, actually, it's first time jumping in in a while since uh, I think I'm kind of like two character announcements behind since I've played last. So I hopped in there and played. It's I don't like Apex much anymore. I got in there because my kid is like, oh, you should really try out the update. You should check out some of this stuff. 
the weapon switching in there is slow as hell. I think I got spoiled by how fast you actually switch between weapons and, and the reloading times in Warzone. Like, it's... Apex is on a whole different level than that. And you obviously haven't been picking up any LMGs. Uh, that's really what I play with, actually. In or what in Warzone? Oh no, yeah. I don't. I don't play with LMGs unless I absolutely have to. I try to avoid them anyway. I know that they are definitely longer to reload, but almost every weapon in Apex Legends takes just about the same amount of time to reload. And it's frustrating that there's not actually that much of a difference between all of it. So it really got to be because there should have been points in time that I should have been able to take more people down. The problem I ended up running into was was just that is that the reloading took so long, even trying to switch to another weapon took so long that I just got frustrated with it and finally just threw it aside and jumped into Warzone. Um, SMGs take the same time as an LMG. In, in to reload. What? So there's, there's SMG takes the same time as the LMG in in Apex. No, no, no. There's, so there's no there's no LMGs or anything in in Apex. It, most of the weapons that are actually in Apex itself are you're talking sniper rifles, assault rifles. Um, you're talking full automatics. Um, I thought they were Titanfall shotguns. Weapons. There's LMGs in Titanfall. Yeah, there's no LMG that I can immediately speak to in Apex. At least that, that I can immediately think of off the top of my head. Oh, in Warzone, enough. there is. That's where. That's what. Kyle's talking about is that he's comparing. Oh, I'm sorry, of course... I misunderstood. I thought you guys. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah. that I'm in sorry. Warzone and in the COD universe, um, the LMGs, and I say this specifically because I play a lot of gun game, and it's a big interrupt when you pull out an LMG. It's like I don't know. It's like you have to hoist it out of your pants or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. Like I mean, you can even think too, Kyle. Like Counter Strike, you know how long it takes to reload the M249. Yeah, well, yeah, so it, it's... it takes a long time to reload that, the LMG in Call of Duty 2, but yeah, initially, mm -hmm. when you equip it, and it's funny, too, because it seems like it's only the initial time you equip it. When you switch to it, it's a little quicker. Maybe it's just yeah. a mental thing for me. It very it very well could be, um, and I know there are perks in there, too, but anyway, on the, on the Apex Legends part, yeah, it just feels like stuff is really slow to do it, and I know there's people out there who have the timing down better on how like for switching weapons and reloading in that too and it could just again be another me thing anyway but there's just something about it that really just puts me off so i don't know exactly how much more i'm going to play i may jump in from time to time with my kid but it's it's really starting to fall down the, it's falling down the list even further as something that i'm not going to just pick up on my own uh into the war zone part though uh, the usual stuff, just playing standard Battle Royale. I'm playing uh, BR trios right now with a couple uh, co-workers of mine. So that hasn't been going too bad. I was actually in the midst of a really good game last night. No, it was actually the last night or the night. It was Thursday night, excuse me. And Thursday night, what ended up happening was I think I was about six or seven kills in and my computer crashed hard. Like it didn't blue screen. It just crashed. And so I had to physically pull the power cable on it just to get it to properly boot back up again the next go around so i missed out on all the xp with that one and that was frustrating i already fixed the problem but that was uh that was an annoyance but yeah warzone still warzone still good i gotta pick up the uh season pass for it though too uh try to unlock some of the stuff this time around more minecraft with the kids uh biggest thing i focused on was just trying to find more diamonds because we're in the process of building our kind of like classier looking enchantment room 
Uh, so we got an enchantment table built and some bookshelves built so we can start enchanting weapons and tools. Already did that to a couple things just to see what I could get out of it, see if there's anything new in the subsequent updates that maybe I wasn't aware of. And that's it on the Minecraft front. But um, in regards to actual new stuff I tried out, though, uh, Grounded. So this is the new game from Obsidian that is supposed to be coming out next month. Um, this is the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids looking game where you're in the backyard and you're navigating around basically underneath the grass is something that's probably no bigger than an ant. Um, what an interesting game. Uh, I, I was something I didn't actually expect, and it could be my fault because I didn't, maybe I didn't pay attention. I didn't see it when they announced the game, but it is honey. I shrunk the kids met Minecraft. It's it's you're crafting. You are putting things together. You are, um, you are exploring around. You the only difference, of course, is that you actually have objectives to meet in there. You're actually going from place to place to not only learn how to do these things, but you're also solving some stuff too. Like it looks like whatever caused you to shrink down is actually some sort of like first thing you have to do is like to actually get this whole laser system working again. You know, from the scale of a of an insect and. To do that, of course, you actually have to find bits and pieces of things on the ground, like, um, uh, uh, what is it, little sprigs, of course, of grass or clovers that are coming up. Uh, you need to actually pick up pebbles. You need to, uh, for food, of course, you're picking up mushrooms, or, of course, if you're killing insects, there are some of them that drop meat. The only difference, though, really, compared to Minecraft is you can't immediately craft a lot of stuff. You actually have to take whatever you find and use some sort of special analyzer table to look at what the material is and I guess put it into your inventory a second time to say it can be used to make this or to generate that or anything. So it's got a lot of the aspect of Minecraft and Ark and Rust and Subnautica and a lot of these other survival games just in the same vein as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like, like It's just like a story Aww. just like that. That's kind of neat. Is it... Is it kid kitty at all, or is it more? It looks like it'd be more kid friendly. Uh, so I would say it is definitely probably about both. I could actually see my kids playing this. There is a warning when the demo popped up that says, um, you know, that spiders are of course like scaled to what size they would actually be. You know, in real life, I, I guess they tried to scale everything out as best they could to meet some of that. And so there's a level of fear that you could run into, I guess, by running into one of those spiders, which I didn't do in my time in the demo. Uh, but they give you an option, of course, to change that around. So it's got it's got a mix, of course, of the family stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if when the game fully comes out, it gets a rating of E10. Okay. So I, it's... Is this, uh, is this couch co-op or is this only online? Do you know? Uh, I didn't actually get to see so far into the co-op part itself. It definitely has a multiplayer side, but I didn't see if the co-op was local or if it was just online. So I, my guess is it probably is online only. There's there's so much going on on the screen, I think, compared to something like Minecraft, as an example. Like, you know, especially in regards to the actual graphics and the size of the, the world that you're working in, especially with those level of graphics, that I think it's going to be a one-person-per-console type uh, game. Okay. Yeah. I think it might put you off a tiny bit, though, Preston, just because a lot of the, the crafting stuff right. in there, especially. 
Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess it, I'm not all the way against crafting, so I guess I'll, I'll try it because I have it pre-downloaded for when it comes to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... What's the release date on that? Does anybody know? Uh, the 28th of July, I think, was the date I read. Uh, okay. But the demo that's up right now, you have to be a member of the Xbox Insider program to get it. I I think that's like the way it's been touted, but I actually downloaded it through Steam instead See, of going I, through I the... I downloaded it through Steam, too. Yeah, and I didn't go through okay. the Xbox... Um, I didn't go through the Xbox app on my computer. I didn't go onto my, onto my Xbox and download it. I just went through Steam and got it, but I didn't have to sign into a Microsoft account. Uh, but... Yeah, the, the demo itself, of course, is actually the full game, but it only lasts 30 minutes. Like, it actually has a, a timer at the very top of the screen that says this is how much time you have. But there's not enough time to push way far out there to, to, to try to do everything. I think it gives you a good enough taste to show you this is what's going to happen and what you're going to be able to do. But I think this is something that's going to leverage more of playing with other people than just doing it on your own. Okay. You're going to want to do more of that. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but that was it for me, of course. I'm I'm really looking forward, of course, I think, to Grounded when it definitely does come out here soon. I got to take a look at some other games there that I, I'm not sure really what else to play anymore right now. I haven't touched Animal Crossing now in weeks. I just don't have the motivation to hop in there and play a lot more of it to kind of like develop anything further. I, I don't know. I think some of it might have lost its charm i i don't know that's why i haven't brought it up lately nothing against the game i just don't have the 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 i guess the patience to really push forward on a lot of i'll say it for you sherm it's stupid oh stop (laughs) oh stop uh i'll have to buy it pretty soon so i can try it and see if you guys are all right it's worth a shot i think for you i feel like i'm probably going to be the one that plays it the longest no, uh, well, I don't Unless know. Dan many, comes back. Yeah, I was going to say, how many hours do you have in it now versus what? Because Dan, I think, had about 250 hours, 300 hours in it. Where are you at? Best guess. I thought, uh, I I have thought Dan was no idea. I know I, I play probably a lot less a day than he does, but I've been very consistent about getting on every day, less maybe two or three days. And this is since day of release. I fucking hate you guys. So I, I'm not near my <laughs> island isn't nearly as developed as Dan's. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I'm about to have my um, upstairs paid off so I can get a basement. Um, I still have yet to place one ramp that needs to be placed. Um, and I think I have the ability to place more stuff, but I, I just haven't yet. Um, and really, truly, or I, sh- I should say realistically, I, I could place that that ramp any time and pay it off and have it the next day. I just haven't. A lot of what hmm. I do um, when I get on is I'll for sure every day hit rocks, shake trees, dig up fossils, uh, shoot presents out of the sky. Then I sell everything, do my uh, do my museum stuff. The last couple days I've done some more fishing and stuff and gotten some more rare fish. Uh, like I wouldn't have been able to to have a day that I found a bunch of like rare or at least what I thought were rare, more rare sea creatures. Like I, I got mm-hmm. four sharks in one day and like two string eels. And that was aside from the day that I got the hammerhead, the what, uh, the great white and the, the string eel in one day. Mm-hmm. So I, I've had some crazy days where I just, 
up and get a wild hair and I'll decide to do a little bit more. But yeah, I, every day I get on and do at least the basics. Yeah. And I think that's part of it is that you look at a lot of the screenshots and videos and that, that come out from people who have actually like made these islands so diverse and so, um, immersive, at least in the way they've designed houses, back alleys, restaurants, uh, and so on, you know, to basically to kind of put their own little spin on their part of animal crossing. Anyway, it's the amount of time that people take to get to that. And as a, as a person who works a normal eight to five Monday through Friday job on top of being a parent, um, there's just not time to actually put into playing all of that in one go, like to put out the effort to get it. Like for me to get to the point that a lot of people are at, if I had kept playing anyway, still through these last few weeks, I don't think I'd be anywhere near where most of these people are at. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, I've read, it's kind of ironic cause I've read, um, I think two separate articles of people that just had like, well, one, one girl had a complete mental breakdown and had to restart her Island cause she, she just wasn't feeling any joy. Like it's almost like she had developed an, an actual addiction to it. Like, like video game addiction, but specifically to animal crossing. And she, she had to restart her Island just so she could feel like better about it because yeah, things just weren't going her way. And like, I, I, in the article, she said she was, uh, um, trying to move a river and it just wasn't working and she broke down in tears and the only thing that helped was to to restart her island that is so crazy to hear like i, I yeah. can imagine being immersed into a game but not like like i, I actually this is after she even stepped away from it for a couple days she was so just distraught from it that she restarted her island but she, that's all she also wanted to play so it, it's almost like Aww. it was yeah had 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 her like totally addicted to just animal crossing well like for me like at least in regards to actual passion in games is that you know playing the battle royale stuff like warzone and apex legends as an example you know i'm getting better at warzone every time i'm playing it and so Mm -hmm. of course when i know i actually have one of those larger slip-ups i do have actually one of those those like rage outbursts of course too like all um like uh just playing the couple of games I did this this week, I actually have slammed my hands down or my fists down on my desk just being pissed off because it's like I knew better on that kill. I knew I could do better on that one. And I'm frustrated because, you know, to a certain point, of course, not like PUBG where it takes so long to get into a game or or you might spend all that time getting to a point. Uh, Warzone's a little bit faster in that one. But um, I have a certain level of passion, at least towards playing that, but I can't imagine like a full on addiction to Animal Crossing where you can't do this little thing just right and you break down in tears. That just that, that yeah. doesn't seem right. And it's it's weird for me to kind of even bring up like where I feel at with like Warzone compared to something like that. Yeah, that's so strange. OK, so sorry yeah. to get off on the on the kind of. Going back there, guys, I just want to bring up because I know Animal Crossing had kind of been the big thing with all of us talking about where we were getting at, what was going on. But yeah, it's just it's started to wane for me. So I don't know. I'm hoping at least try some new games this week. I have to have at least 250 hours, maybe 200, but I don't know. I still I, I still feel like the reason I'll play it more consistently longer is because I haven't gone out of the way to put all this extra time doing all these little extra things, creating my village. So I have time to, to do it, you know, 
and a lot of people they they get it done and then they get stuck and then they get upset mm-hmm. you know yeah and I, I guess because of a game like that that kind of demands your you know um you know it's like if you really want this to be your island and that here are the tools to do it you can be precise to a point so yeah. I can understand a lot of the OCD that comes with trying to make sure things are there, but just the breakdown part, I don't get. Well, and, and even when you I'm create you the perfect thing, that way. once once you create the perfect thing, you know you'll want to visit it how many more times, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas I I'm taking my my time creating anything with my island, so I have yeah. more time to enjoy it. I feel so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, enough on that tangent. But that was all I actually had this week uh any other games we missed or need to go over guys okay i'm back what are we talking about oh my god you were gone this entire time no <laughs> he, okay physically he was here mentally he had checked out i had checked out uh, i heard animal crossing and i was like shoe shopping well then let's let's check out of uh <laughs> let's check out of this week's what are you playing so thanks everybody for tuning in of course to this week's what are you playing uh check us out on anchor.fm slash the dash podcast that is the home of this podcast you can get links to all the other platforms we're on like google podcast apple podcast spotify tune in and more you can find us on social media at Facebook and at Twitter at the NPCs podcast. Find us on YouTube at the NPCs. Uh, you can also help this podcast out though, too, by becoming one of uh, our listener supporters going to anchor.fm slash the uh, NPCs dash podcast and looking for our listener support link there. Thank you everybody for tuning into this week's episode. We will catch you all in the next one. Deuces. Bye. Bye.